Coming up on today's show, Ellen's Energy Adventure could be on its way out. The Disney Fantasy had some issues last week coming back into port, and changes are coming to the 3 o'clock parade. Live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 941 for the week of May 23rd, 2017. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Walt Disney World or Disney Cruise Line vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of The Diz Unplugged. Not no other edition. Sorry, I'm used to saying it for Universal. I am your host today, Craig Williams, filling in for Pete, who is still under the weather, um, unfortunately. So uh, I told him to take the day off, um, so that way he will be ready to go for the Disunplugged 20th anniversary mega meet that we have next week. As if you're in charge of Pete. Yes, I I did make the ultimate decision today. He walked in and said, you need to host for me. And I said, you should go lay down. And that's kind of how the back and forth went. So I feel like I did have the final say, Hmm. in my opinion. And today I am also joined alongside by Ms. Teresa Eccles. Mrs. (laughs) Teresa Eccles. Tess Eccles. Hey. T. Eccles. Call me Acorn here. T. Eccles at DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. I'm filling in for John. You no. are, yes. Yeah. Sorry, John and Kevin are also not here right now. They are back from vacation, but also under the weather. And then, of course, we have Darth Vader and uh, Kathy Whirling. Got Hi, your name everybody. right today. Hey, hey all right. Go. Did you get it wrong last week? Yes, yes. I did. Uh, Julie Martin is Hi, hey, y'all. with us. And back on the controls, of course. Rhino Clown. Pizza Man. Hello. Pizza Man. Yes. Pizza shirt today. Mr. Pizza. Mr. Pizza. That's what we'll call him. Mr. So. Manager. Last week we had mac and cheese here, and now we have pizza. <laughs> you have to watch. Do you have a bacon you know? shirt? Nah, I've got some underwear with that bacon. stuff. Oh, not sharing Not very good. That. Bacon yeah. panties. Okay, well, <laughs> this is already off to a start. So, absolutely. What else hey, would it be? You invited the three of us. I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you were all that we had. I'm joking. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I think we should all walk out right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My God. I'm joking. It's going to be okay. We're going to have a really fun show. We got lots of fun stuff coming up. Uh, I already mentioned it once. I'll mention it again. Uh, next week is the start of our 20th anniversary of the Diz Mega Meet that we will be hosting here um, at Walt Disney World in the greater Orlando area um, because Rhino and I had to be different and take one event off property and all the way to mm-hmm. Universal Orlando. Um, and so, yeah, that starts Monday, May 29th. Yes. <laughs> yes, Monday, May 29th. That will you start. Sure? And yes, I am okay. positive. And it will run all the way through Saturday, June 3rd. Look at you. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even write that down just off the top of my head. So we have lots of great stuff happening with that. If you are coming down, of course, the auction will start um, on Monday morning. Do we know what time? 10 o'clock. 10 10 o'clock. So doors will be open for it then. Um, And then we last week on the show, we announced everything that we have going on. Um, So I'm not going to repeat all that. Uh, Go back and watch last week's show if you really want that or head over to disboards.com and uh, or the show notes for this page. And we have the link to the thread on the boards that lists all of the times. But we do have a couple extra things to add in. So, Rhino. Well, just two that I want to tell people about because they have limited capacity is um, the uh, movie, the movie theater, the screening of Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. At Disney Springs, um, that will be taking place at 10 o'clock, showing up at 9.30. You can sign up for that. Um, I believe there is still a little bit of space left for that if you want to do that. It's a $25 cash uh, donation to give kids the world. And then the bidding for um, the lunch on the Grand Yacht 1 with Pete and some other unnamed podcast people. And I think that's, that's the only ones that had caps on them, right? 
Yep. Okay. That's that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. So, I just need to know one thing. Yes, ma'am. Am I going to see your mom and dad? No, they're not Aww. coming down for this Aww. event. Well, why so. are we even doing this? <laughs> <laughs> um, we're actually, though we... If dad's not going to be here, what's the point? Dad will be in town at the end of June. And so he we have no plans. He just had to use a Southwest ticket. So You got plans now, down. Dad. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, he'll probably want to see the kids and all that. We're supposed to be out of town. There you go. That won't happen then. So we'll see you. Not yeah. at the Welcome Center. You'll have to come to us. Um, it's okay. <laughs> not you. Only Rick. Okay, go ahead. Fantastic. Uh, a couple other things to mention. I believe we have been incorrectly saying for at least two or three weeks now on the show about John and Kevin's meet on Saturday. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We keep saying it's at 1030 a.m. outside of It's a Small World at Magic Kingdom. It is actually at 11 o'clock. So... Oh, that's only 30 minutes. All right. Yeah, but some, you know arrive, what? Arrive early, that, people. Arrive early, but, <laughs> you know, maybe they made that ADR at 11.10, and now that just threw everything off. So <laughs> we apologize if that affected you. Um, I also wanted to announce that there will there should be one more meet getting added on to. Um, I will be at Magic Kingdom on Wednesday. Oh. I don't remember what day that was. That's, That's the, the 31st. 31st. There we go. I thought the you were going to come to the movie. Hmm. The movie's on Tuesday. No, the movie with Julie and Corey and I. That's a, oh, it's at night. It's at night. Monday go ahead, go afternoon ahead, okay. oh, at 2 o'clock. Uh, I'll be there with Michael Bowling. So we're going to have like kind of a connecting with Walt style thing. We're just going to go on some of the, uh, the classic attractions at Magic Kingdom that have no weights and have an opportunity to talk to everyone and... You know, just hang out and socialize. So. Speaking of Michael Bowling, we actually will have another meet, too, that was announced since the last show. It's on Disboards, like Craig said. There's going to be a Disneyland meet because the entire Disneyland uh, crew uh, is going to be here. So if you want to see what they all look like, you can um, go meet Tom Bell and the rest at One Man's Dream at 10 a.m. on Wednesday the 31st. So it'll be, yeah. a, be a Disneyland day. There you go. There you go. So that is all the stuff happening with the Mega Meet next week. We look forward to seeing everyone who is coming into town for that. It's going to be a ton of fun, um, but we have to get through a little bit of stuff this week first with the grand opening of Pandora and Volcano Bay and <laughs> I'm sure 19 other things that are actually happening that I forgot about. MegaCon. So, yeah, so just make sure you are following the Diz on social media, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all of that, because we are going to have lots of information coming out for you over the next couple of days, um, trying to be in two places at once for all these grand openings. So look forward to that. So I'm going to go through the shows very rapidly now. Um, on Monday, yesterday, the Dreams Unlimited Travel show came out on YouTube.com slash Dreams Unlimited Travel. And in that show, John and the panel did a question and answer on Walt Disney World vacation packages. So that is available to watch now. Next week, you will not find a Dreams Unlimited Travel show because we have the Mega Meet. So I apologize for that, but it will be back the week after. Um, last night... Two nights ago, uh, the Disneyland edition was live on Mixler at uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 11, 10 Eastern. I'm just all over the place now. Um, and in that show, which is available on iTunes right now and disunplug.com, Mary Jo shares her top five summertime day six suggestions. And if you don't know what day six is, it is the what if you go to Disneyland, you buy the five day uh, ticket that is the max you can get for Disneyland without an annual pass. And then what do you do if you want to stay an extra day and get more stuff done? So she gives you tips to do things around Southern California, some of the beaches, the other attractions, studio tours, this and that. So what if you want to stay seven there. days? Um, that's not allowed. Oh. California has a law that kicks you out <laughs> on the seventh day. So. It's unfortunate. Um, and then I guess I should mention next Tuesday, we obviously won't be having a show for the Disney World edition. I know we get a week off. Uh, right? oh, oh, yeah. oh, wait, no, we have a Mega Man happening. <laughs> Never mind. Sure, but, sure, sure. <laughs> but next week and this week, we do have a best and worst show. So this week, it will be the top five best and worst resorts for couples that you picked um, not Pete and Steve. So you will be able to find that this Wednesday uh, at youtube.com slash disunplugged. And like I said, there will be a best and worst show next week because those are all pre recorded. So we'll have that. 
this Thursday, you are going to want to tune in live at one o'clock because Rhino and I will be doing a live episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition because we are attending the media preview of Volcano Bay tomorrow morning into the afternoon and we want to be able to share it all uh, immediately and right after. So yeah, we are going to be doing a live show for everyone out there. So tune in at that one o'clock disunplugged.com uh friday but actually earlier than friday we have a new episode of dis pop this week what's that rhino it's uh we got to attend craig is wearing the shirt he's modeling it for us if you can kind of see it here disney parks blog did a uh an advanced screening of pirates of the caribbean dead men tell no tales that we were lucky enough to attend shout out to jackie for the invitation and um we review the movie and give our thoughts about the franchise and stuff like that so uh Check it out. I'm yep. going to make it live tomorrow morning. So you can check it out starting tomorrow. If you are a Patreon supporter, it's already on the site right now. There you go. So does anyone else have any housekeeping? I do. Oh. Just wanted to mention, Teresa and I are doing the auction, but we also would like, I posted a wish list of items that Give Kids the World can use. And if you bring it in, it's like batteries and little small items if you bring them in to the auction room at the boardwalk we'll make sure that they all get to give kids the world so here's your chance if you know you wanted to help support the organization you can drop off your items i do have one thing too it's not give kids the world i should have said it when you turned to me before but so there's no shows next week for any of the any of the shows right because you just said you only said disney world um yeah sure Okay. I well, said dreams too. No universal what about show, buddy. Pop? That's what he's Dis trying to. Okay. We won't. So know. I'm just. Okay. I'm just. That's where I'm going on with that. But because we're not doing that, Craig and myself will be covering our local the MegaCon conventions that's happening here in Orlando. So, like he said, if you just stay tuned to our social media, YouTube pages, Facebooks, all that, we're gonna have like tons of stuff coming out over the next right up into the Mega Meet, and then during that week still too. So even though there won't be a show, there'll be plenty of stuff for you to watch and tune into still. Yep. And in Port Canaveral news. Oh. Twisty treats, almost, almost ready. They're we're doing the parking lot. Is <laughs> it? Is the building the ice cream cone? Oh, it's a big cone with chocolate Yay! on top and sparkles. Oh, oh yeah, I love those. The menu's up. the The drive through. They're working on the drive through now. So and sense. what was that place we got the food from the other day? Preacher Bar. That oh, hamburger. That hamburger will be the hamburger I judge every other hamburger. Preacher Bar against. Awesome. Mm. It was the best hamburger I ever had. So stop at Preacher Bar. She didn't share. Those two words don't go together. <laughs> <laughs> you, when you go inside, you don't, it doesn't look like it's like a, a church, but it's a bar. <laughs> yeah. mm, with girls in really tiny little skirts. It's really that's nice. why you go, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I go. <laughs> <laughs> I go for the bartender. Okay, whatever. Go okay. Ahead. Well, uh, before we wrap up housekeeping, of course, I uh, just wanted to say I know most of you probably saw the news from uh, last night through this morning uh, out of Manchester in the United Kingdom. So, of course, all our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone overseas who has been affected by the uh, terrible, terrible tragedy that happened over there. So, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's yeah. sad. Sad. sad that so many people were out to have a good time at a concert and just terrible people in the world. But mm-hmm. uh, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on seeing if Teresa can actually get through the news. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure. Okay, it's on. I have a little pin in my hand that I'm going to poke you with. I'm ready. <laughs> First, I have a disclaimer. Any words that I don't think I can pronounce or don't want to pronounce, I will be inserting the random word of my choice. Okay. Where's my camera? Deal. Um, especially when it comes to the Icelandic words. No one in this room can speak Icelandic, so don't try to one-up me on this one. And I'm just saying, don't don't make comments that, you know, maybe this will be the last time I do the news. That's what we're hoping for. Okay. Are you ready? We're ready. Let's uh-huh. go. All right. Disney files per- permit application for area, including Ellen's Energer, Ener- Energy Adventure. I can't even start it now. <laughs> Those Insert were the top words, 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 words that I can't say, say. That's okay. The Walt Disney Company has filed a permit application with the South Florida Water Management District for work regarding the area directly behind Epcot's attraction, Universe of Energy which houses Ellen's Energy Adventure. Approval would allow Disney to fill in the canal behind the attraction as well as clear and pave part of the forest. 
shouldn't pay for us. No. The plan maps covers a 1.2 million square foot area. Holy bejeebies, that's a lot. Although that area includes Universe of Energy, no work on the attraction itself is mentioned. Um, according to the documents, this is Walt Disney Imagineering Project. So, oh. you know, what's the deal there? What's going on? I like that attraction. It's a cool that's spot. A, well, <laughs> it's good for... That was when I first started working for the podcast. I went and did a review of that because that's one attraction that has outlived its usefulness. In your eyes? Well, I mean, I like the 45-minute nap or cool area that I get. Are you tearing up over this? Yes, I am. (laughs) Um, But um, it's time has come. It's time for a change. I I disagree. I like Ellen. I love Ellen's energy adventure. Stupid Judy. Yeah. The the pre-show with the Jeopardy bit is just... It's I like, wonderful. I like the Jeopardy part, but when they were talking about energy and stuff in there, we've come a long way with energy since that movie was made. We have, but we're about to go. The, the, on, <laughs> the only type of power that will never run out still remains the exact same. Love? No. <laughs> Food? No. Oh my gosh, you people don't do the attraction. So I, no, I haven't I've been done on it in a while. It, but brain power. Oh, okay. Brain power. I was Obviously close. It's oh, left goodness here. gracious. I was in um, the human yeah, body. They're like, Mom, is it over yet? Mom, can we get off yet? Sorry, kids. No, it's absolutely amazing. I do agree. It could use a little sprucing up mm-hmm. here and there. And yeah, you know, it's. It, well, is it going away? Are they sprucing it up? What are they doing? No, they're, they're absolutely they're going. Just paving over the forest to put up a parking lot. Yes. Yeah. You can sing that if you like. I can't sing yeah, it. It's, it's, you're, you are allowed to. So, yeah, the attraction's going to go away and something is going to come in its place, probably movie related. Uh, again, we don't know. Uh, the rumors way back when were it was going to be something with Guardians of the Galaxy in there. I don't see that happening still. I didn't see it then. I don't see that now. I think it's going to be something else that they own as an intellectual property. But, yeah, it, it's kind of a bummer that. They are going to to pave away all those trees and natural natural forestry in inside Walt Disney World because that that's been the thing that's been like irritating me more than anything else during all the construction updates and everything they've been doing with the new Magic Kingdom, oh whatever, flyover. Yeah. yeah, the flyover and and expanding for the parking lot for cast members at Hollywood Studios. They are just taking away. All of the green spaces. It's like Fern Gully in real life. Oh my gosh, who loves that movie? Me. I hadn't thought about that in years. I'm hoping when they're all done, they put they plant trees. I mean, it's going to take a while, but they're going to be metal, Kathy. Big metal trees. Well, I think you know. I mean, it's sad because that was what everybody liked about Disney, and now it's just it's almost starting to look like any other theme park you could go to, where it's just asphalt all over the oh, place. Yeah. I mean, you walk into the hub at Magic Kingdom, and hmm. you know, while you now have a great view of the fireworks from a lot more places than you ever did before, it is just one big giant openness of concrete, mm-hmm. and then a little bit of extra fake grass yep. all around, which I, I sit on the fake grass, so I, I'm not going to act like I don't enjoy Wait, that, but yes, <laughs> I am so sorry. I know you're like outraged. I didn't know either. Actually, I didn't know that. Have you never been on the grass? Yeah, I did. When it but was, it was real, convincing. it's not always been fake. Right? I've never actually been on the grass, but I thought it was fake. The grass on the forest lawn is definitely fake. And if it if Kathy, it is real, is he telling the truth? Mm-hmm. Yes. If that's real grass, then it is not. Itchy? It's not normal grass. <laughs> Most right. durable grass yeah. we've ever seen in human existence. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but no, it's. It, you know, I I really don't care what goes in the actual space of Universe of Energy as long as it, you know, it's you not going to be something, again, like Mission Space. Um, just something that is good for everyone in the family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, yes. You know what? Need it, more. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree, Craig. Yeah. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> and if no one else has any thinking to do, why don't we move on to the next story? <laughs> no Okay, people, here we go. Iceland added to Adventures by Disney destinations for 2018. Brand new for 2018 is an Iceland adventure. Immerse yourself in the unparalleled natural beauty of Iceland as you explore its dramatic landscapes and coastlines that feature majestic waterfalls, 
lunar-like valleys, mountainous glaciers, and stunning volcanoes. Plus, savor culinary flavors and take part in local traditions of this vibrant Scandinavian island. Okay, hang on. <laughs> Lord, where'd it go? I dis- it, it just disappeared because I didn't want to read it. All right. Bear with her on this one. Shut up. Big words. Shut the... Shut up. <laughs> Trip highlights include glacier explorations in southern Iceland. Discover Iceland's magnificent glaciers up close on both island, but both land and water. An adventure guide will lead you on a hike across the dramatic landscape of one of Iceland's true natural wonders. You'll also take a Zodiac motorized boat tour of Chocolate Glacier Lagoon. That's the mm. word I put in there. And that's not good. Which <laughs> is a drift wait. with massive glaciers. Horseback riding in the Grand Circle. Take a scenic ride on the Grand Circle in Iceland's southwest coast atop a unique breed of horse introduced to Iceland by the Vikings. They're old horses. <laughs> These special horses are known for their comfortable ride and have a gait that will be perfect for any level of horseback riding experience. Fun times. Okay. Yeah. You get little hats, too. Okay. Uh, the Blue Lagoon and Iceland's natural baths. Soothe your body and soul as you soak in the alkaline baths at Blue Lagoon while soaking up the natural beauty that surrounds you. There's also a natural geothermal steam bath for guests to enjoy. Guests will also visit Cat Natural Baths located in Northern Ireland. There's a word I put in myself. <laughs> <laughs> See, you keep getting me on these because I'm like, I'm like, wait a second, is a cat going <laughs> Yes, Willy Wonka crap. Okay, where the natural baths are known for their health-giving properties. Visit a local smokehouse in Northern Ireland Discover the secret to Iceland's wonderful smoke flavors on this family-owned farm where you'll see the traditional smoking process that has been handed down through generations. Hmm. Whale watching in Iceland's longest fjord. Set sail on the waters of Skittle, the longest fjord in Iceland. (laughs) Is that an added word? (laughs) As you keep an eye out for the humpback whales that swim through these waters, adventurers can also try out cod fishing from the boat. Not cod wearing, cod fishing. (laughs) All right, then there's the... um, yeah, I'm going to do chocolate again. Chocolate waterfall, because those things go together. Explore two of Iceland's most magnificent natural wonders. Marvel at the power and beauty of thousands of tons of water cascading down pretty waterfall as two-tiered waterfall that once was the most stunning waterfalls in Iceland. You'll also visit, yeah, Happy Land, the area's most active oh. geyser, which sprouts close to 90 feet in the air every few minutes. This is kind of cool. I would do this, even without my special words. Many adventures have an early booking discount up to 500 500 per person. Discounts vary by adventure and by limited to a few spots per trip. This can be combined with the Dreams Unlimited travel up to $100,000 per reservation based on the final price of the venture. Yep. So... Cool. I think this uh, this trip sounds absolutely I, fantastic. I, I would always want to go to Iceland. I don't know if I yeah. eat yeah. food, but, you know. Now, is, is Iceland the one that's closer to us, or is that Iceland's Greenland? Iceland's the green one. Greenland's the icy one. Yes. But which one's closer to us? Uh, I don't know. Because I know the Greenland is full of ice, but Iceland is very nice. I know that rhyme. That's from <laughs> D2 the <laughs> okay. I was going to um, say. That was so great. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't take credit for it. It's from a movie, but no, I, I think that sounds wonderful. Of, of course, some of the excursions sound a little bit uh, weird, like learning how they smoke stuff. I mean, Corey would love that. Oh, he would be so, all about it, especially if it was like yeah. smoked herring. Yeah, right? no, he. So, but then again, with all adventures I've done, you know, they always have. Not that I've done many, but they always sound weird on paper. And then once you get to experience them. You know they're what? Like, they're going to make really it. They're really cool. They've, I don't know what kind of horse that is. I know, right? I hope it's a I tiny pick, horse. A I want a tiny little horse. <laughs> little Sebastians all running around. Yeah. <laughs> if they were introduced <laughs> by the know, Vikings, they're probably huge. Adventures by Disney has planned this out, and they've, they've done this over and over and over before it even gets to us. So you know it's going to be perfect in every way, shape, and form, and book with dreams unlimited travel and make it even more special. Yeah. So you can email Kevin or any agent, your agent or yeah. whatever. So. All okay, right. well, thank you, Teresa. Third and final news story. Mechanical difficulties delay Disney Fantasy's return to Port Canaveral. 
The Disney Fantasy experienced some trouble on the tail end of its three-night castaway double-dip cruise last week, which affected the passengers on the ship and those waiting for embarkation on Saturday's cruise. It appears that during the night of the cruise, a mechanical issue led to the Fantasy cruising at only half speed or below for the last leg of the journey. Guests reported feeling vibration throughout the ship during the second dinner seating. The ship didn't dock until 11 a.m., and all guests on board who had flights before 3 p.m. were helped by guest services to reschedule. Guests who were waiting for embarkation were told to arrive no later than 5 p.m. and to find other options for lunch with the promise of an onboard credit of $25. The ship's itinerary had to be changed, and the cruise finally left around 11.30 p.m. Saturday night for the seven-night voyage. Well, Craig, you were on this ship. I was. The ill-fated Minnow cruise. What happened? I know. It was was weird because right before... All of the engines stopped and everything. It, uh, they started playing the music from Titanic, and it got yeah. really scary. Yeah. Did it like lean? You had to climb the Christmas tree to get out. Exactly. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. I uh, of course I was on that trip with Kylie, and then uh, Pete was also on the Disney Fantasy for the three night double dip, and uh, I was actually in animators palette during the second seating when it all happened and it's exactly like the story said um we were it was you know normal engine sounds because animators palette is deck three all the way aft so very close to where the propellers and the engine all all that all of that good stuff is yeah and it sounded like you know, it, it was doing that normal hum that it does, and then it just sounded like someone thrust it into reverse instantly, mm. and there was all this grinding Did people panic? and shaking. No, no one had any idea, really, what was going on. Apparently, there was one stateroom that was, like, very close to it, and um, the people were, like, on the day that we were disembarking, they were standing by... Uh, by the gangway just waiting to get off because their entire room was shaking and things were falling over and they were so freaked out um and they just refused to to they were ready to get off they were ready to get off they refused to move but it was (laughs) yeah i didn't we didn't know really what was happening and then uh i think it was around 10 30 we were up around the meridian palo remy area just walking around and the the uh Commodore came on over the the Commodores. speakers. Yes, Commodore Tom. <laughs> I think Tom was a nickname because he didn't sound like he came from a place where Tom was a normal name. But uh, yeah, he he came on and then was like, "Yeah, we are experiencing mechanical difficulties, and we think we'll be back around ten a.m., maybe eleven and." That was kind of all the information. They're like, well, we'll inform you what's happening again at 8 a.m. And so when 8 a.m. came around, they're like, yeah, we'll be docked by 11, and the first guest should be getting off by 12.30. But So they took your breakfast times and moved them back? And what? Nope. Breakfast no? was still at 8 o'clock. And when we left breakfast, we headed straight towards the atrium. And basically every single character that they have on the ship was out <laughs> greeting and meeting people and that was the way it was for were they the wearing their the life vests what's that were they wearing their life vests <laughs> like, like the- <laughs> that would have been perfect um no they they weren't no they worries were- <laughs> the band was playing it's all good but it, it was it was absolutely wonderful they were they were all out meeting everyone they uh they extended the movies in the morning so mm-hmm. They showed, we walked in for like 20 minutes of Guardians of Galaxy, just watched a little bit of it and then then took off and they did activities all around uh, because we knew we'd be on there till 1230. They gave us the lunch that they would typically give mm-hmm. the new people getting on. So I got two rounds of lamb chops, which that's a lot of lamb for one person to have in a very short amount of time. Uh, but Poor Kylie. How do you feel about <laughs> the people great. getting on? I don't. Okay, so they got a twenty five dollar shipboard credit. I feel which, terrible for them. Yeah, because Disney's not. I feel like they didn't. I mean, I don't know what that I wanted them to have, but to me, that seemed like they're not out anything. No, Disney's they, not. They lost out on their first day. Um, mm-hmm. Like I know. Like I'm raving about the lunch because I love getting on and going to Cabanas and getting the lamb chops. I know Corey's the exact same way. It's to me that's like the start of your cruise. You can unwind, you get on, you go have that that extra special lunch, and that's what it starts. And when you don't get on until 
later in the evening and already screw up what you would have for your first dinner and seeing the yeah. first show of your cruise and that's just all thrown and some off. people get on and go immediately to the pools we don't do yeah. that i mean like we live in florida yeah, but people, many that's time. their that's but the yeah. plan they have a plan that, that but on the other hand they still got to cruise what yeah. if they, well, they what did. if they what if they would have canceled the cruise and here everybody's in florida waiting to go on the new cruise they didn't get the parts to fix the ship mm-hmm. so you know stuff happens yeah. and you know that buried in that cruise contract you know i'm sure whatever disney did they didn't really yeah. have to no that, that's a very good point um it would have been it would have been sad if they would have been canceled because mm-hmm. when we walked out to our car around like twelve fifteen, uh there was and just didn't this, stop by the welcome center i might add i did not okay. no, we i would have i would have <laughs> no if we would have gotten off the ship at the correct we were time sitting but there we didn't waiting for you. Um, no plans okay to, we, to we can forget about all that but some people can but go ahead but no it was there was a line of i would say probably a good 100 150 people just sitting in the parking garage that didn't get the message oh, about yeah. it or were already on their way and all that and they were just sitting in that parking garage waiting yeah we had people stop by the welcome terrible. center that were getting on and they got the message but they still came out which is you know yeah. they just kind of hung this out in Fort also reminds you that why you should have travel insurance you know people always go ah, nothing's gonna happen you know, have travel insurance in case something does come up. And the other one that we always get, don't we, about getting to the airport, they go, oh, we can get to the airport. You know, the ship's going to come in at this time. Yes. We'll make our flight before noon. Well, you see a lot of people yeah. had to reschedule, and I'm sure that was a whole. Oh, I would was, rather wait at the airport than have to reschedule a flight. Yeah. Right. And, like, Disney Cruise Line instantly took care of everyone who – booked their air through Disney Cruise Line, but then they were just nice enough for everyone else to take the time and Mm -hmm. deal with them and try to get them rescheduled, even if they didn't book through that. So uh, I, you know, people on the ship for in general weren't really unhappy about it. It was probably the best disembarkation day that I've ever had (laughs) on a cruise because it was the basically the start of another cruise they they even opened the bars up oh, wow. again so you could drink on the last day i didn't i had to drive back home I was like, but, at 8 a.m <laughs> <laughs> not until 11 not until 11 it's not like a sea day when you have nothing else to do uh but no it was feel bad for the people who left but it was wonderful i enjoyed it so along with the entire cruise being a castaway key for two days yeah. was incredible like the the first day as it came, it was it was coming to an end. We're like, oh, it's so sad that we won't be back here. And then it's like, oh wait, we will be back here again the very next day. So you pulled out. You sort of yeah. We actually, we pulled out, and we actually had to go. I don't think it's that far, but we had to go to Freeport, Bahamas. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because someone on the ship had to be medically evac'd mm. off the ship as well too. Wow. Um, so we had that little glitch in the system. Too, but I mean, it, it worked out. So yeah, we just circled around, came back in, docked both times uh, without any really issues, any big oh, issues. So yeah, no, it was it was all nice. And um, and of course, this was the first cruise back after the Fantasy went through its two week dry dock that added a couple new things. So uh, we actually did put together just a really short video of some of the new things that. Uh, were added in with the dry dock. So we'll go ahead and show it now, and then I'll share just a couple more thoughts on it. Okay, so that was just a little bit. Well, no, that wasn't a little bit. That was all the changes that came to (laughs) Disney Fantasy. Um, Felt like there was more, but there really wasn't. So uh, to the kids' clubs, the Oceaneer, uh, Oceaneers one, I believe, I just ran in briefly to look at it and take some video, but they added the uh, the Star Wars interactive area the same way that they did on the Disney Dream when it went through its upgrades uh, last year. And so, except unlike the Dream, uh, this one got BB-8, and instead of running uh, driving the Millennium Falcon, you had other little adventures where you could uh, drive Star Wars vehicles and go through the fun little activity. So it, it was really cute. I think it was actually better better done than what was on the Dream. Um, and then they also added the the Marvel section inside the club as well too, where you had the chance to to meet Thor and Doctor Strange. Which I don't know how many kids are interested out there in meeting. Doctor Strange, 
maybe a little bit more Thor than him. But uh, no, it is very cool. So adults would want to get in there on on day one during the open house to see some of the props that they had in there because they had like an Ant Man helmet and a and a Black Panther helmet. I like Ant Man. I know you do. You love Paul Rudd. I do. He's your Who favorite. Who doesn't? I <laughs> humor and cute. I just don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know who doesn't love him. So we all do here at this table. Tell you that much. Um, <laughs> Tiffany and company. It's there. So <laughs> wow. I walked in. Kylie looked around real quick. She heard the price of uh, someone else buying something in there. And then and she ran out. <laughs> out. I'm like, yep, that's my girl. So <laughs> And then uh, after that, we went up to Sweet on You, the new sweet shop. So on the Dream, they made it uh, vanilla piece, um, yeah. which is a really cool gelato ice cream uh, little snack shop. Uh, same exact concept here, except it was Sweet on You, and it was using like the new style of Mickey uh, and Minnie and Goofy and all it's that cute. from the new Mickey Mouse cartoons. Yeah, I, I preferred the inside of this one, and we went through a lot of gelato samples. Mm-hmm. Was that Kylie's that you found? Which one? The the last shot, like of the ice cream cone. No, no, no. That oh. was that was stock B roll footage. Um, <laughs> no, it's it was sad. So, you know, Kylie has a peanut allergy, yeah. and so she has to worry about some ice creams, especially when there's peanut butter ice cream, pistachio stuff like that. And you know, she knows her allergy well enough. And we go get ice cream at plenty of places. She just like you know usually says like watches them scoop it as long as there's no other cross-contamination in there doesn't mind it so it's not that bad but this one you know they she was watching them scoop and she saw them scoop a little pistachio Mm -hmm. in there and so she was like do you mind like re-scooping it she's like i don't i don't want nuts in it and you know they started looking worried and asked her about the allergy and then the lady literally ripped it out of her hand Oh, geez. And said, we can't serve you. What? Yeah. And she tried to calm down like. No soup for you. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> right? that's the problem, though, when you Ice get cream nuts. some what people from, you know, countries where English isn't their first language <laughs> and they're going back and forth and like, we can't serve you. We can't serve you. And then she tried to like, it's your nut allergy. And like, it get that. It's. So she could, they wouldn't serve her at all? No. So Ever? Did you go back and try again? Oh, she already ate it like earlier in the week and stuff oh. too. So, you know, I, I get it. That's Disney stance. They don't want an emergency on seas. But right. people also know their allergies yeah. too. Right. Right. So, Especially when you're, you know, over 20 yeah. years old. I mean, come on. She's, exactly. She's experienced. It's just literally, if you would have scooped a little bit over, it wouldn't have been a big Knocked problem. Knocked it out of her hand. So, but, oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that's Pushed all her out the, the door with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all the changes to the fantasy. So I, I think it all turned out really well. It was a beautiful ship, beautiful cruise, and I can't wait to be back on one in the future again. But instead of cruising, let's talk about rapid firing. And I'm actually going to start. <sighs> I apologize. So I just had to do a rapid fire today because... Um, this hits near and dear to my heart, and that is that Spring Street Eats will be a new event coming to Disney Springs on uh, Friday, June 2nd from 4 to 11 p.m., as well as Saturday, June 3rd from noon to 11. Um, and this will happen at the west side near Cirque du Soleil at Disney Springs. Um, and this is an actual, like, a real food truck rally happening at Walt Disney World, which is very cool. So Disney will be bringing out their Fantasy Fair food truck as well as world showcase of flavors um so that has like their theme park favorites and then also epcot food and wine favorites but then the exciting part is people from out of town will actually get a chance to experience orlando food trucks um and from all around the area so uh cake caketeer will be there so they do gourmet cupcakes and custom cakes i've never had theirs uh philly's best cheesesteaks will be there i love philly's best Yeah, no, it's it's one of my favorites too. So Kylie and I go to food trucks Get all the over ro- the place. The Philly they do it they do the cheesesteak in an egg roll form and there's different versions of it. I follow this truck. It's so good. So good. <laughs> it is good. One of my favorites, nine hundred degrees pizza. So it is basically a pizza cooked in a nine hundred degree oven and it cooks extremely quickly, like 
minute and a half. Um, kind of the same concept as Blaze with the fast, fast cooking, except, um, you know, they on don't, a truck. It's on a truck and they don't give you unlimited, endless options. So to keep it mm. quick and moving, you have their choices. But I love that one. There's magic for your palate. So it's all sorts of weird dishes. The London Fish and Chippy food truck, which that's fish and chips. I've had this one before, too. It's not the best fish and chips. Oh, that was the one I was excited about. It's good. It's good. But I prefer Epcot's fish and chips over this one. Um, Okay. But this you get a lot more for a lot less money. And then Tiki's shaved ice, because what would a food truck rally be without without shaved ice? (laughs) Always happens. So, yep, that's happening on June 3rd and June 4th at Disney Springs. If you're going to be in town. During our 20s. During our meets. Well, hopefully now that Disney Springs is completed and they have parking garages, it has to be better than the last one that they had because that's when the roads were backed up for hours at a time. And yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even bother going. Yeah, we did. The food was good, but we got there before the crowds. Yeah, good. I'm I'm excited for it. But let's move on to Teresa. She's got the big story. I do. According to the email I just got from Craig. That says, now here is your rapid fire. (laughs) Festival of Fantasy Parade at Magic Kingdom moves to a new time in August. So what time is the 3 o'clock parade? Listen, Kathy, and I'll tell you. Disney fans (laughs) everywhere are buzzing all over the internet. Who wrote this? Do you this? Uh, no, this is clearly a Jackie. As they've noticed a change. (laughs) You can't hear it? (laughs) I can't. I'm hearing it in my head. I can't read it. Notice a change in the online calendar at Walt Disney World. What has been known for years as the 3 o'clock parade, no matter what the actual name of the parade is, has a new time beginning later this summer. The Festival of Fantasy Parade has been updated to begin at 2 o'clock, Kathy. Okay. Beginning August 20th, 2017. It's still unclear what the reason is for the change, but many are speculating that it's due to the nighttime parade making its way to the Magic Kingdom. The rumor. Rumor has it. So yeah, it's a two o'clock parade. Mm-hmm. That's I'll be excited. So on Thursday morning, we have like the summer preview is part of our media event, and that's where they'll highlight everything oh, that's yeah. happening. And so probably if they're going to announce it, announce it then. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking. So if there's a new parade, we'll know then. If they don't say anything. I think they're just doing it for some other reason. So maybe they'll add an extra showing of uh, Once Upon a Time Before, Happily Ever After. I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'd like a nighttime show. Especially the the one that's rumored to come. Yeah. Paint the Night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool beans. Thank you, Teresa. Kathy. Okay. For all of you on the edge of your seat. Stitch's Great Escape will be open this summer from May 27 until August 20. The attraction is now only open seasonally or when the crowds are at their heaviest. The attraction won't be open for the full park day, only operating between the hours of 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. End of my rapid fire. Cool. Hmm. I don't think anyone cares. Nope. Mm-mm. Not about your... You understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. About the attraction, right, Craig? <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. And now you, Julie. I was also given an update of Rapid Fire via text. Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) He stole mine and gave it to Teresa for the news. Um, Disney's Yacht Club Resort is going to be offering a new day cruise around the world. So beginning June 1st, it's a boating experience named Day Cruise Around the World. At the Bayside Marina at Disney's Yacht Club Resort, guests can board a pontoon boat that will have a captain. And then the boat will cruise around World Showcase Lagoon and Crescent Lake for 60 minutes. Up to 10 guests will be able to be on the boat. Soft drinks and snacks are provided. And if they so choose, guests can order additional food and beverage options through private dining. The cost per boat is $149 plus tax and gratuity. Why not just make it an even $150? Come on, people. As more details become available, we will bring that to you um, to reserve. It's 407-WDW-PLAY. So does that mean we can bring alcohol since there's a captain? <laughs> I have no idea. Woo-hoo. Can the captain marry you? No, I'm, pr- <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can. Is this For 150 long? bucks, you can get married on the pontoon by the captain. I mean, I always have my flask with me anyways. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I, I gotta believe you. <laughs> 
I don't. There's metal detectors. Rhino. <laughs> they make we, plastic ones. We know you have the sunscreen bottle one. Don't kid, <laughs> don't kid yourself. Um, okay. So if you're not in town or you don't want to fight the crowds, Disney Parks Blog is going to be live streaming the dedication of Pandora, the world of Avatar, this Wednesday. Um, it is going to take place. Uh, you can check it out on the Disney Parks um, Blog homepage starting at 9.25 a.m. Eastern Time, Wednesday, May 24th. So that is tomorrow. Um, so cool. I, I don't know. Is it going to have a godparent, like a cruise ship? What? You know how they dedicate um, the cruise ships? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Joe Rohde would probably be <laughs> yeah. or James Cameron. Jimmy Cameron's going to be there. I, would, uh, I mean, I'd also be impressed if they get like Jennifer Hudson back. And <laughs> she's now the, the godmother of Pandora. So <laughs> she's one of the parents of the boats. Which one? Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. The dream, uh, maybe the most recent. It's either the dream or the fantasy. Yeah, yeah. it is it one, one of those. those. She wasn't, she wasn't famous back in nineteen ninety nine or no. eight, whenever the other ones came. No, out. No, she wasn't. Yeah, I think she was a child. What? I believe so. I don't know. Just listen. No, no, that's all you do. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but thank you so much, Rhino. I'm sure that we will all be watching, except for the people that I will not. Will. I will be at Volcano yeah, Bay. Yeah, you will. You will not. You'll be enjoying Volcano Bay, and I will. I will be there watching it, and then over at Volcano Bay with you. Um, so yeah, that's exciting because, of course, Pandora: The World of Avatar. Opens on May 27th, so this Saturday. I don't know if any of us are actually going to be there for it. So I thought you were first in line for that, Julie. I know Kathy will be there because she can't turn down being there on a grand opening for something or an anniversary. But I can't because I have to be with Teresa. We're setting up the auction. You just sneak out. Just sneak out. Well, I'm going to know if she sneaks out because I just. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, there's one other little item I wanted to close this show off with uh, talking about. So there was a lot of Pandora, the world of Avatar in the news the past week because there's been a lot of questions regarding not only uh, body dimensions fitting on Flight of Passage. So uh, our own uh, Jackie Gailey was, she wrote a really great article on uh, Flight of Passage and her not being able to experience the attraction last Tuesday. Um, And a lot of people are having this issue, so it's not like an isolated incident. It is a a very, very serious thing happening right now. And that led to her even being interviewed on one of the... uh, I think it was on CBS, maybe. Local news stations. One of the local news stations, which I had to miss, but it was very cool that she got the opportunity to to get the word out there on that. But, uh, you know, for that, it's it's been this back and forth between well you can be a little bit more top heavy it's more on the legs and i understand that for people who have ridden the attraction it definitely the legs are a much tighter squeeze in that um but the other thing yes i do have i have thick <laughs> Teresa's looking at her own legs <laughs> you were comparing them to mine i was you were seeing if your uh if your calves were as you thick should. and juicy as mine yeah. no i just have ginger hair so very light <laughs> very blonde um <laughs> the other thing that people have been discussing in regards to pandora the world of avatar is accessibility um, and that there has been some issues with uh, wheelchair accessibility, not not necessarily in the queues, but in terms of the attractions. So Flight of Passage is a, uh, a simulator, as we've talked about before, and uh, the seating for that is very unique as it is kind of like motorcycle seating. So for that, it, it kind of makes sense why there's not accessibility. But the bigger question is... Uh, Navi River Journey is a flat, pretty tame boat ride, uh, very similar to Small World in terms of how fast it's moving along the river and everything. But And it could easily have wheelchair boats like the other mm-hmm. ones do, but it doesn't. So uh, that's that's been kind of a big issue. And I, I don't know. My, my stance on this is that... It's very it, it's sad that they don't have more accessibility inside Pandora. I, I think the boats definitely look just looking at the boats. We knew they were small with only the two rows um, and only four people allowed in each row. So I, I think that's the issue to have a wheelchair boat. It would have to be a lot longer in order but, to do that. Okay, 
we know about what wonderful things Imagineers can do. And we know that Disney is like one of the leading places to accommodate anybody with any type of special needs. Now tell me when they were sitting down and they were deciding to do this and they had a river and they knew what size the boats were going to be. They also know what the standards need to be to accommodate wheelchairs. Yeah. Someone so, in that room had to have brought that up. It's right. 2017. So, Come on. So whatever, whatever why, year it was. why did they go ahead and now like, well, we're working on it. And, we're, you know, the time to have done that was when they were designing the ride. And if because of they had to make changes or something, if the, it had to be delayed, the opening to accommodate this but now you know there's there's talk with um flight of passage they want to put one of the seats out front to see if you fit and i told that to katie and katie's there that's fat shaming you yeah, have to be out, out in front of the attraction you know? that's horrible. No, i'm not sitting at no, them the, see that's that's where i disagree with that it is it i mean universal has been smart and they've done that at their attractions that they need to. And it's, it's really not fat shaming. Um, the first thing is most, they will have, you know, they will get up to the ride and if they can't fit, uh, because of their body dimensions, I I've seen it happen in person. They are more embarrassed and more upset by waiting until they get up. It also takes a cast member or a team member to go at go at it with the right approach. Some people, especially if they've been to Universal, they'll know like, oh, do you have one of those seats? They they know their body dimensions. They know that they know they might not fit on all rides, so they have a they have a pretty open outlook on like I need to try this. But for the ones who don't, it also is about opening that conversation in in a way like, well, we want to make sure you're comfortable first. Mm-hmm. And usually when you start to say it like that, and I know on Forbidden Journey all the time, we'd pull someone out who'd say, can you really try our test seat? We want to make sure you're comfortable. Ones that we knew wouldn't fit. And usually you just start to push down a little bit, nowhere near where they'd have to be to get on. And at that point, they say, no, 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 I'm not comfortable. I don't want to do okay. this. And that's that it's that it's on them sense. to try yeah. to to do it in a nice way and not just make it. Try our fat seat over here. But I think Kathy's saying that seat's sitting out in front of the ride. Let's line up all the fat pooey people. And and you know there's going to be people who go by and go, well, if you weren't so fat. Right. You know, not everybody, and, and some people will get it. But I also saw pictures of a cast member walking the line and showing people the seats and going, you may not fit. And they weren't saying it to everybody. So how did that's on Disney? They They should have sensitivity training. They should teach them the correct words to use so that the people feel comfortable about what is going on and what's going to happen. I'm nervous about doing it, you know. And I, but I've had I've talked to different people, some bigger than me that were fine, and some smaller than me that weren't fine. And it kind of I'm thinking, well, why do I even want to do this now? Because I don't want to get up there and be turned away. Uh, Sorry, it doesn't click enough times for me to. It's really it's not. It's not your body size. It's your legs. Mm. And like, you know, I, I, with my legs being as long as they are, I have to angle them very uniquely in order to get in there comfortably. Like I, I, until you I was do gonna it. I was going to say, my friend Tim's like seven feet tall. So yeah. I feel like he might have an issue too. Exactly. Know? It's if you're too tall, it might not work. Mm. If you have like, if you have tree trunk, trunk calves. My Which a lot of bodybuilders do and stuff. It, it, they won't be able to ride, so, oh, so it's I not. It's not a fat calves thing. that fit. Did you ride I, it? Yes, I did, and I and it fit. So, I guess the out of uh, so body shape. size does not matter one way or the other, it, or it does. It's a, with any attraction that uh, the seating doesn't accommodate everyone. Everybody is completely different. I, again, going back to Forbidden Journey, there would be people that you thought, like, no way they're going to be doing it. And their body's just able to, you know, it's able to conform to the space in the seat in a different way. And it all works out. And then, you know, it's, you look at uh, guys with big, huge chests and muscles and 
get in there and you're like, well, you know, they're in shape. They're fine. But then they can't they can't make it either. It's so Dwayne Johnson wouldn't be work. able to ride this probably. Or for a bit of I doubt he would. There's no way he can ride it. <laughs> so, like, it was like when I tried to get Shaq on Dragon Challenge. <laughs> it, it was... It was not good. So it was probably like Rhino trying to shove himself in his bacon underwear. <laughs> well, my here's my thing is that boxers like, are briefs. I really need to know that. Put those two together. Oh, um, <laughs> it's just it, it it you can't make a ride for every single person and body type, or all of the rides are going to be the small world boats, and even those don't work because people are too big for them. Like I I hate to say that, but if you want something new and you want something different, like it's going. Unfortunately, not everyone's going to make it. You know. I do sympathize with those who do not make it for sure, and I do think the error here is that the other attraction does not is not wheelchair friendly. Mm-hmm. And so, if the riverboat journey had been a hundred percent friendly to everybody, I don't think this one, unfortunately, being the way it is, would be as big of a deal. But now I you've agree. got two that is that is isolating yeah. people out. You know what I mean? It's it's a double fold here where they could have had an opportunity to have a recovery over there. Exactly, and I, I think they do need to take some time to learn the terminology how to start approaching this in a better way 100% because that mm-hmm. is that's what's causing a lot of the issues because uh, I just point out um, someone was nice to make the list on uh, comments in our article of all the attractions where you have to transfer from a wheelchair into um, and that's Astro Orbiter Barnstormer Big Thunder Mountain Railroad Dinosaur Dumbo Expedition Everest Frozen Ever After, or whatever it's called. Uh, Haunted Mansion, Cali River Rapids, uh, Mad Tea Party, Mission Space, Pirates of the Caribbean, Primeval World, Rock and Roller Coaster, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Soren, Spaceship Earth, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Star Tours, Test Track, this Tomorrowland Speedway, and Tower of Terror. So all those attractions are not wheelchair accessible. You have to transfer from your wheelchair into it. Uh, and so... Definitely neither of these rides are out of the normal in that regards, with the exception of uh, Navi River Journey, because it is so slow and easy moving that it could easily be wheelchair accessible. But um, it's just it's a shame they couldn't have done more. But, you know, these are these are the one is a new state of the art attraction, like Rhino said. So if you want to break ground with that, sometimes it can't be for everyone. Well, they did say that they were working on changing the padding or something on flight of passage and i'm sure knowing disney they're going to try to work on this it just seems they maybe should have taken a little bit longer time well especially when an when an area or land takes seven years to build it it you you do look at it and go like what what the heck nobody had this conversation ahead of time and it's like what you said it's 2017 but also the test group of people that go through before the attraction probably even made it to orlando wherever it was developed it probably didn't have every body type go through it you know what i mean there could have been the unseen thing where nobody really thought about the leg necessarily you know and of course safety is always disney's first Mm -hmm. priority so if they tested it and they deemed it was unsafe to go to stretch those limits then that's the reason why. And, right. you know, it, it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here because either Disney's going to make it very accessible for everyone and they're going to find a way around that, or they are going to now set the precedence for them moving in a universal way and making more attractions out there that may not be for everyone. And it will just be interesting since, as you pointed out, everyone's always, they go to Disney because of how accessible it is. Mm-hmm. What happens if that starts getting chipped away? So yeah. only time will tell what will happen with that. But felt like we had to mention it in some way because it was really big this week. But didn't want to put it in the news. Wanted to wait till the end. End with some happy news. Was that happy? Was that happy? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was, it was called sarcasm. Oh. I don't know if I was laying it on effectively. But uh, that's going to do it for this week's show. I do want to say uh, right here at the end, should have done it in housekeeping, but our very own Steve Porter will be getting married oh, yeah. this Saturday. So uh, I know he's watching right now. No, you don't. I do. I've seen him in the chat. Okay. So. Uh, or maybe not. And he's going to get, get married. married. Uh, and so, Steve, we we all wish you con- uh, congratulations. <laughs> Don't mess it up, yeah. Steve. Don't mess it up. Yeah. Best wishes so. to his bride. Yes. yes. She's going to need it. Yeah. <laughs> and we will see both of you back in Orlando when you make it back here, all married. Mr. and Mrs. Porter. Hopefully at least Cute. Michaela. 
What? I said, hopefully at least Michaela. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I thought I heard hopefully he leaves Michaela, and no, I'm like, hopefully wow, that is least. terrible. No, I, I, it was the exact opposite. I hope at least we get Michaela back. There you go. Sorry, buddy. But awesome. So that's going to do it for this episode. So if you need any more information on everything we discussed, head to the show notes page, disunplug.com. That's where you can find all the links to all the stories today, everything we discussed, uh, plus the email if you need to get in touch with us for some reason at all. And make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter for all the updates from the next coming days and in general. So subscribe to us on iTunes as well as uh, as well as YouTube right here and make sure you're leaving comments and like it if you like it and all that feedback we enjoy it so thank you all so much for having this fun conversation and all this goodness with me and uh thank you out there to everyone who watched and listened so we will be back with you next week for another episode no we will not not we'll be back with you the week after that for another episode (laughs) of the dis unplugged hopefully pete will be back i sure do see everyone 